A new report traces the Guccifer 2.0 online persona to Russia's military intelligence agency, the GRU. Hi, I'm Matthew Schwartz, executive editor with Information Security Media Group. To help me analyze this latest development, I'm joined by Alan Woodward, a computer science professor at the University of Surrey. Alan, thanks for joining me. What do you make of this news? Yes, it's an interesting one. Guccifer 2.0 has been building for a while. There were all sorts of strange things about it as it went forward. I mean, the first thing that put everybody on alert was that I think most people tend to agree with the analysis that it was fancy bears behind the DNC hack. The fact that Guccifer, when he handed the files over to WikiLeaks, the date timestamps on the package that were sent were very shortly after the hack. So either he had some direct line to them or he's part of the same unit. And everybody seems to also agree that Fancy Bears equals GRU because, I mean, they've been going 10 years. There's so much analysis being done on them. And so all of that tended to point to Guccifer being a pretend persona anyway. And then somebody did that interview with Vice magazine where they said, oh, no, no, I'm a lone Romanian hacker. I mean, that's where Guccifer 2.0 came from because obviously there was a Guccifer 1.0 who was a Romanian hacker. And that's why I'm recording Guccifer 2.0, but nobody really believed it. And also, if you look at a lot of the material as it was being put up on the WordPress site and Twitter, there were some changes in it. Clearly, what seemed to happen was that it just looked like it was being handled by different people at different times. And so that's the absolute classic mark of an intelligence-led online persona that's got different handlers at different times. To then hear this report that they made a mistake and they didn't turn the VPN on, because previously all the metadata had led us to France. I mean, everybody was looking at it and you couldn't get any further than France. And then it's just very odd that the IP address resolves to the building that the GRU are in. It would be hard for somebody to mount a false flag operation, for example, to make that look like it like, like that. So obviously, I mean, I'm the first one to admit that attribution is notoriously difficult and you're never 100% sure. And in all these attribution cases, as in most intelligence, to be honest, it's all about balance of probabilities. And I have to say, I think in this case, it's definitely swung around and is looking like the Russians and the GRU in particular. And you put all that together with what we know has been a sort of an increasingly robust set of operations from them online, particularly aimed at the United States. And it's difficult not to conclude that they've slipped up basically and they've exposed themselves. What's interesting is how did Daily Beast get that? Somebody must have told me. Obviously, they must have a good source somewhere that's given them insight into something that the, the American uh, intelligence services have. I think this is a classic cock-up, and everybody makes them. And the more you do with a persona online, the more likely you are to expose it. And that's basically what's happened here, I think. So it's simply a question of not being able to get it right every time, for example, not maybe changing the file stamps to make it slightly less obvious about yeah. the timing of this. It's like all these forensic analysis, it's lots of little breadcrumbs and you put them all together and suddenly, you know, it points in one particular direction. And that's what I think's happened here. The final sort of thing that's confirmed it. I mean there is always danger of confirmation bias going on in your analysis. But everybody thought it was fancy bears anyway. And it was pointed to the GRU, the fact that they then appeared to make a mistake and the IP resolved to the street that the GRU are based in, that makes everything, you know, as I said, if it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's pretty much going to be a duck. But, you know, you're never 100% certain, but everything definitely seems to be pointing in that direction. 
I think also the fact that, I mean, Gooseford 2.0 has kind of disappeared now. I mean, they haven't tweeted for a long time. So it kind of just has all the hallmarks of being a persona rather than, I think it was Roger Stone at the States. He admits he's talked to this person, whereas in actual fact, it looks very much like he was talking to a persona because he said he, you know, he direct messaged this person and asked for information. And I think it's one of those things where you have to be very careful who you're talking to online because they're not always who you think they are. In his interview with, I think it was Vice magazine, wasn't it, where he said, oh, don't blame the Russians. I know this person. They're a lone hacker, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I think more fool him, basically. Don't believe anything you hear, read, or receive online. No, it goes back all the way back to that cartoon in New Yorker about on the internet, nobody knows you're a dog. You can be anything you want, can't you? So it's kind of almost ready-made for intelligence organizations to create persona. We see it with automated persona in the form of bots. This just happened to be a team, I think, that was doing it and letting it out. And I think it's one of the reasons WikiLeaks has kind of fallen from, they certainly lost the public, the vast majority of public support because they've been shown a number of times to be effectively stooges, albeit unwitting, I think, stooges for the Russians. And Guccifer was one of their big leaks. And this just shows that they were being fed a line. They were serving somebody else's agenda. So no matter who you are, you've got to be incredibly careful because you can just be taken for a ride. Do I even know this is Alan Woodward? (laughs) I tell you what, proving identity online is probably one of the most difficult things. What is identity? It's quite a fascinating subject because it's so valuable online. When you've never dealt with a person before, you've never physically met them. How do you know it is? How do you even know it's that person you're communicating with online? You, You just don't. And we've seen it with intermediaries, trusted third parties acting as vouching via certificates and things. We've seen all that. People have shown that that's a pretty much kind of busted flush. This whole area of who am I really communicating with? You can be having an incredibly secure conversation with someone, but it could be the devil for all you know. How does the alleged unmasking of Lucifer add to what we know about some of the tactics that we think Russian intelligence agencies are employing? Clearly from a sort of a geopolitical perspective. There's a lot building now about showing how the Russians are. They do appear to be mounting a fairly aggressive stance online and interfering in a number of these things. And they clearly are operating in ways like most intelligence organizations do, most secret intelligence organizations, where they mount their operations so that they can claim plausible deniability. And I think that's what they were doing here. You often do that by creating ghosts or persona which is very easy to do online. But I think probably the mistake they made, and they might not make it again, is that, of course, if you use multiple persona and you change regularly, there's less chance of exposing it. So it was just that they kept Guccifer going for so long, I think, that they finally made a mistake. So I'm sure they will be learning as well as they go along. Alan, thanks very much for your time and insights. It's a pleasure. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.